The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh, and after being sick for the last couple of days, I would like to laugh. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. How soon? Five four, three, two. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Maybe we should be doers and not hearers of the word. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Well, we're going to try and pay the radio rent on Friday, so I'll let you know. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing, and we don't know what we're doing. There, that, that'll help. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you, so here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Do you ever do something because you're thinking, well, maybe somebody will take what I'm saying or doing wrong, and so you try and cover your tracks to make sure that it doesn't come about that way? I've done that. I know you've done that. We're going to talk about it. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want you to have that opportunity to share, perhaps. You have a praise report, and you want to share that with other people and be a blessing to other people in that praise report. Fantastic. Maybe you've got a prayer request. I've got a prayer request. We're going to be praying for one of my professors having surgery today on his shoulder. Where I'm going to ask everybody to pray for him. We'll do that in a little bit. Maybe you just got a question about what's going on. Maybe you're trying to figure out what really is a falafel. I mean, what is it? And why do they call it falafel? And why is it so much fun to say? I don't know. Perhaps you just want to talk. Perhaps you'll want to answer Bible trivia. Any of those things are a possibility. Bottom line, reach out to us. There's a couple of ways to do that. You can call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you will end up talking to Captain Chris. You know what that's like? That's like winning a gold medal. Wow. And then you will be... Sailing 
gold medal. Wow. That's better than a silver or a bronze. Although it's not really as nice as a platinum. But that's besides the point. I don't know. Do they have platinum in the Olympics? I don't think so. Do they? No? I don't think so. All right. No platinum. Uh, you can also text us 214. That's right. I'm back. I was sick. But that doesn't mean I was down and out and gone. I was sick. Did you ever get sick? I got sick for 24 hours. My temperature was 100 degrees. And guess what? I didn't like the universe. <laughs> you guys should be praying for Noel. I am the worst patient ever. I am just so, but can you imagine? Am I better yet? Am I better yet? Am I better yet? I mean, just like only every faster than that. Anyhow, you can text us during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. You can send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. That's David. Use that whole thing right there. David at hemustincrease.org. David at hemustincrease.org. As well, we're going to send you up to the website. We want you to check some things out there. A couple things to tell you. Because of the sickness, I did get thrown back just a little. So brochures are going to be delayed a week so everybody can relax. Additionally... Check out the video. It's not the world's greatest video, but it tells you what's going on for the Ambassadors program. How you find that is you go on the website. On the very top right, there's three lines. You click on those lines. You scroll all the way to the bottom, and it says Ambassador Initiative Video. That, that, that's how you find it. Then you click on it, and then the rest will be self-explanatory. The last thing I want to tell you uh, about that is if I am sick or something's going on, Typically, I will give updates on the website. So there was an update on the website for those that bothered to look. I'm just telling you, we try to stay in touch. And then the last thing is money. And I can't stress this enough because we have been hit with a few different things that we don't like. What are those, Dave? Bills <laughs> that we had to pay. It's just like, what? That's how, what? <laughs> like wowzer so anyhow and beyond all that we want you if you can give to give if you can't give don't stress don't legalize on us we don't like that but if you can give please do so if you can't do 60 bucks you can do 60 seconds that's what we say check out he must increase.org prayer request he must increase.org praise report Emosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Emosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. Wait, oh wait, there was no comeback? That was it? I like to leave you hanging. Yeah, I was gone for one day and already you're leaving me hanging. I'm telling you. All right, we're going to pray for my professor. Uh, so just join me in prayer. He's going through a uh, shoulder surgery. And just so you can know, my son. Uh, went through a shoulder surgery, so I kind of know. Oop, that buzzes back, whatever that was. We just just came back out of nowhere. That Now it's gone, well, whatever that is. Uh, anyhow, let's pray. Join your faith with mine. Father, we come before you right now. We pray for Professor Terry. He's going through a shoulder surgery. Not fun. By this time, uh, Lord, he probably has already gone through the surgery. I'm very confident, Lord, that you will get him through that uh, safely. But what we're really praying for is his recovery because that's the part that's so draining and so difficult. So we pray that you would encourage him and strengthen him, enable him to do the class the way that he wants to do the class. Let him not be set aside for too long. Just pour your blessing upon him and let him know that other brothers and sisters throughout the world are praying for him and hoping for a speedy recovery. We ask your blessing into his life in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Oh, and by the way, that will not get me a better grade for those who are thinking that'll probably get him a better grade. 
Uh, you know what I did with my downtime? I did two weeks up on homework. <laughs> I'm two and a half weeks up. So after this show, I'm driving home and doing what? Going to bed. Thanks. Okay. So uh, that's that. That's that. Let's get into the text. This is kind of an interesting portion that we've come to. We're in uh, the uh, the last part of the Lord's Prayer, uh, which, again, I contest should not be called the Lord's Prayer. Actually, John 17 should be the Lord's Prayer, but that's besides the point. Uh, so this is the, the manner which Jesus has told us to pray. So I'm going to give you kind of the text, then I'm going to make a quick comment. We'll get into it. It says this at the end, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Or, or an alternate reading would be, Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the alternate ending. And I want you to understand something about alternate endings. So there's a lot of scholars. I'll say that smiling. smiling. Do you see me smiling? Oh, wait, it's radio. You can't see that. Uh, and a lot of the scholarship is like, for example, at the end of uh, the book of Mark, they say, well, we don't really think that's actually part of the text, the Mark 16, 9 through 20. So I want to read you something and show you why you don't just dismiss it because somebody in a alternate reading world says that's really not part of the text. You'd be, everybody needs to be careful about stuff like that. Listen, to, the reason I'm talking to you about the Mark 16, 9 through 20 is it is the most famous one where scholars say, well, that probably wasn't in the original. Okay, I want to read you something to show you why you got to be careful not to say something so quick, even if you're a scholar. It says this, many scholars question the authenticity of verses 9 through 20, primarily because of the omission of these verses in some of the earliest manuscripts and because their style is somewhat different than the rest of Mark. However, Christian writers of the second century, such as Justin Martyr, Irenaeus, and uh, Tessian, uh, testified to the inclusion of these versions in the earliest traditions, such as Latin and Syriac and Coptic. They all include them. So here's what you got to know about these kind of things. So somebody says, you know, this doesn't really feel like it's the normal ending to something. And they say, maybe somebody added it, right? Except in this case, in the second century, people are quoting it. Now, that second century is earlier than any actual manuscript we have, which tells you, oh, that's in there. <laughs> you don't quote it from the second century, have a fourth century manuscript that doesn't have it and say it didn't exist. It's like so dumb. So you got to be careful when you say things. So we're going to cover all of it. If you don't like the longer ending, fine. I don't know why, but okay, fine. But here's the bottom line. It says this, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So there's some question whether it's the evil one or it's evil. Does it matter? It's both accurate. They're both exactly right. Deliver us from evil, yes. And deliver us from the evil one, yes. And when I pray it, I pray both. I do. How can that be bad? The biggest issue here in this text is the, the lead us not into temptation. The Greek word for temptation is parismon. Parismon was a Pierasmon, parismon, and it means to pierce with a sword. 
So there's some controversy in the world of Christianity, I don't know why, that uh, talks about saying, well, you know, that word actually temptation would probably be more testing because the Lord doesn't lead us into temptation, but he tests us. That's actually true. That's not wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But Dave, that's what the Pope said. I don't care if he said that or didn't say that. I don't care. I care what it means. And what you're asking God to do is you're saying to him in the most humble way, don't lead me into trying and testing, please. (laughs) So it's just like... I think we should be asking that prayer every single day. Oh, wait, this is part of the daily prayer. Lead me not into temptation. Don't lead me into the testing. Don't lead me into the fire. Don't lead me. And by the way, that word, just so you can know, it means uh, test. Not doesn't just mean t- temptation or testing. It means experimental, a trial. It means a probation. It's like, it means all that stuff. So it's like, well, don't lead me into that stuff. I don't want that. I don't like that. I don't like it. So the idea behind it is to ask God not to direct you in that way. Fine. You think God gets mad about that? I think that would be ridiculous. God tests people all the time. There's nothing wrong with saying to God, hey, a little less testing. I go through testing all the time in school. I hate it. All right. Uh, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Hello, Captain Chris here from the David Spoon Experience. I help coordinate the radio show, and we're looking for a few good people to join our crew and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of the radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, gee, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Me too! The truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you already have all that you need to have to be part of this ministry. Uh, but Chris, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no! Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form, and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position, though you may appeal to a higher power. I take it we're back. Yeah, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where that was short by about a minute. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Captain Chris is going, what was that? That's why I like it when people work with the tech when I'm not around. You know what I'm saying? That's part of it. All right, let's get to our trivia question. We don't mind. You know, that's what happens in life. Did you notice that? You, you do things in life, and then it doesn't go exactly as planned. I don't know if you guys have ever gone through that. I have. All right, here you go. Here's your first trivia question. Who was seen in the fiery furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Who was seen in the fiery furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us and call... 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, as well as you can send an email to david at he must increase.org. A uh, couple things I do want to do. We want to pray for Ukraine and the United States, and boy, I'm looking at our country going, wow, it's getting weird. So I'm just going to pray that God brings peace unto our nations. I think that's a fair 
prayer to make before the Lord. So let's pray together. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up our country and we ask you for peace, for grace. You know what, Lord? We ask you for mercy. Our country needs mercy and needs it bad. Please help us as a nation. Move upon our leaders to be less dopey. That would be awesome. If they could just fear you, that would be brilliant, and we would do much better. And we also pray for the peace in Ukraine, that there can be an outpouring of the gospel. We have heard reports that people are acknowledging you for the first time, more so than ever before in the history of that land, and we just pray that that continues. We just ask you just to pour yourself out upon these nations and have mercy on us, Lord. That's what we pray for. And if there's not going to be mercy, then blow the trumpet and bring us home. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so we got that going on. I'm not going to you – know, I made a decision while I was sick. There's just so much I'm going to put up with. It's like that's it. I'm done. So you might see me being a little more – what's the word? Tort? Is that, that's not the right word, is it? Where you're really – tert? Oh, tert. That's it. Terse? Tert. That's it. Terse. That's very much like Tesla, huh? Terse. Yeah, yeah. I haven't used that word before on the radio. I'm going to be very terse. Has your fever gone down? What's that? Has your fever gone down? I'm sorry. I forgot my name. <laughs> That's the first thing that happens. <laughs> you forget things. Uh, trivia question. Who was seen in the fiery furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Again, somebody, there's a couple of variations on the answers. You know I'm not going to jump on you. That's, that doesn't matter. 972-445-0770 is the number to call. 214-210-8483. That is the text number. And then david at he must increase org is the email. Again, I don't always mean to be arrogant, but I'm still recovering from sickness. So just give me a little bit of space and that'd be good. Uh, if you want to know where that is, look in the book of Daniel and you'll see. You see who's, 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 that other, who's in there? Who's in there? Uh, that's a good one to do. All right, we want to go back to this teaching because I want to make sure everybody gets it, and I don't want you to get uh, too in the weeds on some of this stuff, but let's go back to the text. Lead us not into temptation, which actually literally means to pierce with a sword, and I do think testing would be a better definition, but if you want to use temptation, that's fine. I mean, that's, you know, it's not, we're not freaking out here. God is not tempting you, per se. It's the enemy that tempts you, and that's where that whole thing comes from. Uh, but deliver us from evil or the evil one. And I think that that's really valid because the evil one is the one that does bring temptation into our lives. I like what Oral Roberts said. He said it before anybody else said it. He said, you know, Satan can is like uh, bringing temptation to our life is like birds flying over your head. Okay? And you think, well, birds flying over my head? Yeah, they can fly over your head, but you don't have to let them build a nest in your hair. I mean, that's a valid point. It's like there's a point there where it's like, uh, you don't have to let it land and let it become like a big issue. So the enemy is trying to do that. He's, he's always against us. All you have to do is read from Genesis 3 on. You know there's an enemy. All you have to do is read Revelation chapter 12. You find out the enemy hates you because you love Jesus. You're part of that tag that he doesn't like. So you want to, but Lord, deliver us from this guy or this being or whatever he is, okay? And wh whatever he is, you know, you got all these pictures that have come about in, in society, and he's like, you know, you know, red, and he's got the horns, and he's got the tail, and he's like, burr, 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 and all these things. And it's like, one thing we know for sure is Satan comes as an angel of light. So that's probably a pretty bad picture. That would be the first thing I would tell you. But it's important for us to recognize, hey, we are in war. And you're praying to the Lord, hey, give me, I need help here. I don't want to blow it in doing this, that, or whatever. And I need help from this guy and from the evil of the world. 
because the world throws things at us all the time. And if we don't have our shield of faith up, we don't have our helmet of hope on our head, we don't have our sword ready, we get hit. And that hurts. It hurts our faith. Somebody ready to answer the trivia question? All right, let's send them through. Ready? Ding, this is David. Who am I talking to? Ding, this is Sam. Hi, Sam. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, I'm recovering from yesterday. Yesterday was a little, or it wasn't really yesterday. It was really Saturday night and Sunday. I just ran up this massive fever on Sunday morning. I said to Noelle, hi, honey, how are you doing? And she said, you sound like a truck. And uh, so that's when we decided I better stay home for a day. So you are saying that you got the Saturday night fever? Yes, that's it. That's what I got. Yes. That is so John Travolta of you. It's unbelievable. Good job. Yep, yep. That's what happened. I got the fever. Oh, okay. But I'm Just feeling better now. Me John Travolta, Saturday night fever, huh? That's a good one. Yep. Uh, okay. That's... So regarding the uh, trivia, it's like this. The fourth one looks like a son of man. That's right. And there's three definitions there. Son of man, son of God, one of the gods, and then some people say Jesus. And I think, yeah. <laughs> That's well, right. I mean, All of them. So we'll in give a, it to you. In Ding. Of yes, it yes. Is Jesus. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha you on that one. I love that, though, because here's the biggest thing there was three of them that was put in the fire, but there wasn't three of them. That's the thing to remember. There was yeah. three that went in, and eh, there wasn't three. And you know what I really like about that passage? It talks about the fire didn't have any power in their lives. It didn't even singe their hair. Now, I don't know if you've ever yeah. been around fire. When, when I had hair, when I was around fire, that didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that sounds yeah. good. Good job, brother. How are you doing in general? Uh, today is a little down day, but it's okay. I'm going to keep praying and encouraging myself with the word of God. So. Well, that, you know what I want to do? I want to pray for you because I came across something that was really a good thing. And I want to pray this over you and just ask the Lord to bless you in this. Okay. So let's hang, hang together. We'll do it for the audience as well. Let's pray. Father, sure. we, Father, we come before you right now. And even in the word you, you, David writes, why are you so downcast? Oh, my soul, put your hope in God. It's something that he says to himself about you. And, Lord, that's a great instruction for all of us. And all of us, if we can take heed to the wisdom in that, that even though there's things that surround us that bring our hope down, that bring ourselves down, our countenance down, we can put our hope in you, and we don't have to be so downcast. We can be uplifted. And so each one of us, Lord, needs to make a decision to be uplifted. Why so downcast, oh, my soul? Put your hope in God. You are the God of hope, and you give us a reason to believe and a reason to trust. Please pour that in my brother Sam and every person in this audience. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Hey, I also want to talk to you about, earlier you were talking about, even if you want to talk about, Full of awful. So what's a full of awful? What's a falafel? Um, falafel. Falafel. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm asking you. You were saying earlier, even if you want to talk about full of awful, falafel. So. <laughs> that's why that's some some of those that's one of the areas I'm not that strong in. I know it's Greek, right? <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay, well, that's a good guess right hey, no, there. No, no, no. On a serious note, uh, did the disciple of Jesus ever get baptized in the name of Jesus? No. <laughs> that's your answer. I'm just going to tell you right now. No, they did not. Oh, okay. There you go. In fact, that command came about after the resurrection, so it couldn't uh-huh. really done been, been done prior. Oh, so, all right. There you go. All right. Well, That'll thank be, you so much. You're much. welcome, brother. That'll be a dollar fifty. No, I'm kidding. All right. I'll give you with a tip, two dollars. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. God all right, bless. Love you, brother. We'll be praying for you as well. Thank you, bro. Okay. Bye bye. All right. So I want to finish off this text. We only have a few minutes. That was fun. I don't know what it is about Tuesdays. They're just so much fun. <laughs> anyway, all right, so lead us not into temptation. So literally that means to pierce with a sword. So that's why I do think testing might be a better translation, but um, it's okay. Deliver us from evil or for the evil one. Be alert. The enemy hates you. And then it says this, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. So the reason I think that this ending is probably more accurate than the people are willing to admit is simply this, and that is in the beginning of this whole uh, manner of prayer, Jesus makes it clear that we're praying for his kingdom to come and his will to be done. So as the prayer opens up, after God is acknowledged as the father, male, that's how he made him manifest himself 3,800 times. And after we understand heaven's the real center of the universe and that we're supposed to give reverence and adoration, the first thing that comes to us in the prayer process is the kingdom of God. So I don't think it's bizarre at all that Jesus telling us to pray and giving us a manner to pray would start with the kingdom of God and would close with the kingdom of God. I just think that, okay, I mean, that's to me, I like that. Yours is the kingdom, yours is the power, and yours is the glory, and it's important to remember that the power doesn't come from us. We don't have the power. You don't have the, you can't love your enemy by yourself. You can't even love yourself by yourself. Well, you can. And then to God be his kingdom, his power, his glory. And this is all about for the glory of God. You were created for the glory of God. Nobody's going to flesh no flesh is going to glory in his presence. Nobody in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 26, 27, 28 leads up to this verse 29 where it says no flesh shall glory in his presence. Nobody's going to boast in front of him. That ain't going to happen. It's all about glory and honor to the Lord. And so when people get upset, oh, I don't know if I like that. You know what? I like it. Sounds good to me. Works for me. It's, I think it's, it's good. I think it's legitimate. Uh, am I going to disfellowship or not fellowship with somebody because they see that differently? No. But am I? would that be true if they didn't believe Jesus was Lord? Yes, that'd be different. See, that's a different statement. We see it all together. But from my point of view, I love this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil or the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And that to me is solid like the rock. Get it? All right. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. It may be false, but it feels the same. So I punish myself. I go down to the jail of my soul. 
This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Jonathan and David were closely knit, and David made a commitment to Jonathan, and Jonathan said, I, don't, I want you to make sure you're not going to take any kind of wrath or any kind of vengeance on my kids, on my family, on my uh, people, and David made that commitment. What I want you to get in 2 Samuel chapter 4, verse 4, is that Mephibosheth is an offspring of Jonathan, and he was crippled, or he was lame. He couldn't walk properly. He couldn't you know, function properly. He was at a tremendous disadvantage. And I remember when the preacher in North Phoenix Baptist Church looked at his audience, and just to give you an idea how big this church was, it, it, the, the auditorium seated like about 5,000. So it's like huge, right? And he, looked at, he looks around at everybody, and then he says this. He said, you are Mephibosheth. And I was thinking, what? <laughs> what? And he goes, you, and he, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, but he's just he's preaching, and he's a, oh, was he just one of the best preachers. You are Mephibosheth. You are lame and unable to walk without help. 